1: Learn more at marines.com. Oh, but change is afoot with your football team in Foxborough, ladies and gentle fans. We've got coaches coming. We've got players going. Tag, you're it. Or will the Patriots actually hold on to one of their players via the franchise tag? There's a dynastic docuseries that's got the buzz of the nation and not just Patriots Nation. The draft is quickly approaching. Could there be trades? Oh, my gosh. So much to discuss on the latest six rings and football things. Brought to you as always by WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports and sponsored proudly by the FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more. Sign up today, FanDuel.com slash six rings. And I bet you are going to find this to be one informative and action-packed podcast with your old pals, Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart, produced as always by the fabulous Justin Turpin. Hart, with everything that's going on right now, as we, as we head into the coaching announcements, the veteran departures, the franchise tag date and more, uh, I think it'd be fun to start the pod off kind of like the way we do on the weekends. When I ask you usually who won the week, I'm going to ask you pick a single adjective to describe the state of Patriots nation right now. Ooh, I like this. Um, it would even just be a word.
0: Yeah, no, I'm. I I'm going to force this. I'm not going to lie to you.
1: I'm okay. Gonna force that's, that's my approach to most everything. So I'm comfortable already. Hopeful. Interesting. I'm going to,
0: cause I don't necessarily personally believe it, but I think as Gerard Mayo announces his staff and as they begin to make decisions, they are starting the process that they believe will hopefully lead to improvement and growth. Obviously, we're going to talk about some transactions. It looks like they're getting younger as a football (laughs) team in totality. We're going to talk about a coaching staff that there's new faces, new ideas, new nepotism, new whatever you want to call it in various areas. Oh, my gosh. Um, But in theory, again, I don't know if you believe it. I believe it. Joe Q fan believes it. They've begun the hopeful process of the post Belichick Patriots.
1: Yeah, I was going to go, my my two choices were familial uh, because it's a, as they continue to, uh, as you said, there's a little nepotism ahoy. Uh, nepotistic probably wouldn't have totally applied, but there's a lot of familiarity, both in terms of nepotism and names and legacy football personalities brought onto the new staff. Uh, and I was also going to maybe go with evolving. Uh, this is an evolving process for the New England Patriots right now. Uh, there's so much turnover. I think it's going to take days, weeks, months, even for people to find their offices, get their nameplates established, figure out what their roles are for us to come to learn who they are, where they came from, what their new jobs are. And that's just the people making the decisions, let alone the players that are going to be coming because obviously turnover is at hand. And when there's change. At the top, like with a new head coach and a new front office, there's likely going to be change as well on the roster, the sidelines, and the locker room, as we saw this week as well. But first, let's help the people get to know their new coaching staff. Before we talk about whether they're going to hold on to some of their players and at what value and who they've already decided to cast off to the side, let's quickly get to know some of these new coaches. As on Monday, Andy, the New England Patriots made their coaching staff addition announcements. And holy macaroni, are there a lot of them. Um, right here, reading from the press release at Patriots.com, uh, we know, obviously, Alex Van Pelt your offensive coordinator. Jeremy Springer is your special teams coordinator. And Demarcus Covington is your defensive coordinator. As of Monday, people, listen, to get ready for this. 17 additions to Mayo's staff were announced. They included offensive coaches joining Van Pelt where Bob Bicknell as tight ends coach. Taylor Embry is your new running backs coach. Never heard of him. Tyler Hughes is your wide receivers coach. I'm going to have to lean on you for a lot of these guys. Robert Coogler. Sounds like he may have played Freddie. Uh, could be like a serial. Uh, who knows? That's a uh, off. I like, I don't know. Like <laughs> he's an offensive assistant offensive line coach. Ben McAdoo. We've heard about previously senior offensive assistant. Michael McCarthy, offensive coaching assistant, quality control. TC McCartney is officially your quarterback's coach. Scott Peters, who we'd mentioned before, was the former assistant offensive line coach with the Browns. Now he's in charge of the OL. Taekwon Underwood, high top fades for all. He's the assistant wide receivers coach who's going to be the wide receivers coach. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, uh, oh, actually, no, we just got to that. It's Tyler Hughes, uh, who we'd previously not heard of. Defensively, <laughs> Vinny De Palma is your defensive coaching assistant quality control. Uh, Zeus Hightower, he's inside linebackers. Jamail Lett is your defensive coaching assistant. Jerry Montgomery, D-line. Drew Wilkins, outside linebackers. And then joining Springer on special teams, Tom Quinn, special teams assistant. Kobe Tippett, special teams coaching assistant. And then in addition, Brian McDonough was hired as the assistant strength and conditioning coach. And I do believe there is a, a Mayo also joining the staff, Andy, as another strength and conditioning coach
0: well he's been the assistant actually and so he's, oh, he has. he's elevating exactly. to the head strength and conditioning coach so okay. um
1: very good that's a that's a lot of names right there oh and also doug kide told us on monday troy brown will remain with the team in some capacity and wherefore art thou brian belichick who we had heard was not going to washington with his brother but rather sticking around my god if everyone needs to like get up and, like, stretch their back or, you know, grab a snack after all of that. That's a lot to process, Andy. Uh, your first thoughts on the coaching changes and announcements. Um, so, people are going to make a lot or much ado
0: about, like, the numbers. Uh, there's a lot of these guys. Uh, Belichick had a small staff, and now Mayo. <laughs> He's got a big staff, if you know what I'm saying. No.
1: Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, it's what we do don't think that that joke didn't run through my mind last night when I read this, too. It's what we do here. We make stupid jokes during no. this stuff. This is... Um, Are we so, not people? Of course.
0: Right. And this is both meaningful and meaningless. Like every team has coaches like you're going to have names. Some when you change coaches, head coaches, you're going to have new names you've never heard of. Some you're going to have heard of. Hey, is that so and so's son? Yes, that's Jack Bicknell's son from your memory mm-hmm. of Boston College. Like there's going to be some. Hey, did that guy play for the Patriots? Yes, he did. And he's got great hair. Well, they both do, actually. Hightower mm-hmm. and um, Taquan Underwood both have great hair. Um, Hughes is a guy, Tyler Hughes, the wide receivers coach, which yes, that says, Hey, Troy, you ain't got to go home, but you can't coach right here anymore. Push yeah. to the side. Um, he was formerly with the Patriots in a low level role a couple years ago. Um, so there's some carryover. There's some, as you said, nepotism, Dura- Duran, Mayo's brother. I mean, Gerard Mayo's brother, Duran Mayo gets bumped up. Not a surprise. Miguel Cabrera was certainly a Belichick guy. Moses Basically, Cabrera, right? Uh, Moses Cabrero. Um, I was going to say, do worked... we get
1: Miguel Cabrero nope. retired from Detroit and came to us? <laughs> awesome. I take
0: that. Um, <laughs> I take um, that's the closest thing the Red Sox would get to doing something interesting this offseason.
1: Uh, um, he's not so- wrong, folks.
0: Uh, Cabrera was definitely a Bill guy, uh, right. both in right. professional role, but also he was his personal trainer. He worked Bill out every single day for an hour. They would do boxing and various things. Like they were tight. So
1: oh, no kidding. Oh wow, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know when you're watching the Dynasty, there's a lot of footage of like Belichick doing his uh you know grease penciling game plans and watching film on the treadmill. I, I think a lot of us knew that Bill would do a lot of work on the treadmill. Even yep. Trent Brown used to talk about like if you had, if you wanted to talk to Coach, the best time was hit him up on the treadmill. Cause he was there early in the morning.
0: Absolutely. And Moses oversaw all his workouts. And I think he trusted Moses. I actually think this is a side topic here, but I think there was some of the issues with, um, Guerrero that were sort of tied to Belichick was so tight with Moses Cabrera. Moses Cabrera had a little bit more of an old school, I think squatting program. And I think that led to some of that clashing that was part of the breakup of the dynasty and the demise of everything, whatever. Yep. Um, But like Kobe Tippett, yeah, he's Andre Tippett's kid. He's been at Tufts. He's a Zavarian kid. He played at URI, really good football player, tried out with the Patriots. Was that last summer he got a tryout with the Patriots? He's a young guy. Mm -hmm. Um, Either last camp or the camp before. I think it was last spring he got a tryout with the Patriots. Um, You know, I I don't really, nepotism has never bothered me. It bothered me that people freaked out because Bill did it. Everybody does it. Every coaching staff in the league has nepotism. Mm-hmm. Every team in the league, every franchise. And by the way, if there weren't nepotism, we wouldn't have a, the Patriots wouldn't have a director of player personnel and a G, whoever those guys are. You know, you know those names? Elliot Wolf. Ever heard of Ron Wolf? Matt Grow. Ever heard of Al Grow? Um, I don't know. Kyle Shanahan. Did you watch the Super Bowl? ever heard of mike shanahan uh everybody wanted a sean mcveigh disciple ever hear of uh, whatever the hell his grandfather's name was that uh, i'm sure Michael his grandfather,
1: grandfather
0: was some. <laughs> he was no he was he, he ran the yeah. bucks so like nepotism produces great talent hell bill belichick got his first coaching job because his dad put in a call he wouldn't have gotten the job. He was looking at real. He didn't get a single response from like all the letters he sent out as just Joe Average. Dad made a phone call and it's fine. It's the way the world works. Every hear sucks. the president's
1: George Bush might have heard of him, had a son. Like how about John, uh, John Quincy Adam? I was just thinking I was all going along. local as well. Right. Uh, and, and thank you for forcing me to Google something during the midst of your uh, well thought out and highly articulated nepotistic diatribe. John McVeigh, grandfather of Sean McVeigh, was the head football coach at right. the University of Dayton from 65 to 72, head coach of the Giants later in the 70s. And most importantly, GM of the San Francisco 49ers for the team's five Super Bowl championships. Damn.
0: Hmm. How about so that? it's part of the sport. It's it's the it's in the threads of the sport historically. So I'm fine with it. Plus a guy like. Duran Mayo. He was here with Gerard. He was here with Bill. It's not like he just got hired out of nowhere and he's never picked up a weight before he's been here. Right. All, Hence my
1: use of the word familial at the start of the podcast. Like, like again, like whether Andy, it is the Patriots building a high floor organization with people like Elliot Wolf and Alex Van Pelt, Ben McAdoo, who have been there done that before Alonzo Highsmith stepping in in an as yet unnamed personnel department role. Uh, and now a lot of these coaches as well, whether it's from nepotism or experience as well, you're not going with a brand new unproven staff. And in, in, in many ways, you're going with a a bunch of people that have been there and done it before. They're just going to think about it and do it differently than Bill Belichick has. And that's what makes things potentially exciting and also awkward for some that are loyal to the reign of Belichick. And anytime you can get a big, powerful Peters as your own
0: O line coach, you're great. That's two. We'll O-line. be right back.
1: Ladies and gentlemen here on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, no, I'm trying to, there isn't a ton of excitement to this staff. If we're being honest, like Dante Hightower, I think fans love the idea of him coaching just Um, enough
1: fan service to excite the nation. I I do appreciate that.
0: Yes. But on the whole, are you getting excited about Tyler Hughes or, or Scott Peters or even I've, you know, Alex van Pelt doesn't really excite me. Ben McAdoo might be the most proven and experienced and successful in the crew. And a lot of people kind of have negative feelings on him for the way it ended with the giants. So it's not the most exciting staff, but who cares? We'll find out, you know, if they right. if they draft the right quarterback third overall, this staff gets remarkably better immediately. If they take mm-hmm. CJ Stroud, every one of these coaches looks like a better coach. Now, if they take Mitchell Trubisky, every one of these coaches looks like a worse football coach. Like, that's the way it works. It's a talent-driven league.
1: If they have a great tag and free agency period and start laying the foundation and infrastructure, for a new, younger, tough, faster, stronger football team, then people are going to say, yeah, these guys hit the ground run and they did their homework. If they crap the bed and sign a bunch of people that spend half the season on IR or is it, or, or are as ineffective as half of the players were in the uncharacteristically aggressive spending spree of 2021, then people are going to say, ah, you should have just left Belichick and company in place in the first spot. So,
0: And just to, it does seem, and it has been reported, that... Uh, Brian Belichick, Mike Pellegrino, and Troy Brown will be back. I'm assuming in the back end of the defense, you'll have Pellegrino and Brian Belichick, and Troy Brown maybe as the returner's coach or something. Also, wouldn't stun me if maybe he had a role in, like, football ops. Could he be, like, player development in that world? You know, those are some of the options, maybe. Um, Or player development slash returns coach, returner's Mm -hmm. coach, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot... A lot of fans were soured on him based on the production and development or failure to develop of a lot of the young receivers or even the veteran receivers in recent years. And it's weird because he's a beloved figure of Mm -hmm. the dynasty and of the, the whole organization. It didn't seem like it totally worked with him as the wide receivers coach to just sort of put it, I don't know, softly, gently.
1: I know in the yesterday when the Patriots made this official on Instagram, I just always like to quickly just comb through the comments to see what the uh, the fans are, are talking about and there were a lot of where's Troy Brown where's Troy Brown and then there were the replies to that would be like he's a legend but he kind of sucked as a wide receivers coach and like we don't know it could have just suck, been the suck, talent sucked. maybe his a sausage, sausage sucked. sucked yes I see that's what I think like the ingredients he was cooking with I can't imagine Troy Brown can't figure out how to tell you how to play the wide receiver position considering where he came from and what he did over the course of his career but uh, that's one of the positions we hope to see turnover a plenty via free agency, as well as the draft. Um, yeah, I'm look, I don't know who a lot of these coaches are. Yes. And some of the names ring a bell, like you, like you previously mentioned, I can go back and find out who Tyler Hughes is thanks to the magic of the Google machine and search engines. And I might get excited about it, or at least if nothing else, I'll feel comfortable about the fact that. They have a bunch of competent people that have done these jobs before some of them getting slight elevations, pay raises um, and positional bumps. Okay, Um, it's not going to be an unmitigated disaster. And quite frankly, some of the positions like wide receivers where people underperformed quarterback room, which was a dysfunctional mess and underperformed wildly special teams. I mean, can it get much worse? No, no, it really can't. No. And, And
0: I hate to be flippant. But it's the world they live in and we live in. Like these are people losing jobs or moving on. Cause mm-hmm. I'm not I haven't heard a lot about like where Cam Accord is going to end up or or some of these people. And I don't I don't take that lightly. Like they have families. They have mm-hmm. they also were making really good money as NFL coaches. And if they're smart, they've made enough connections. They're gonna they're gonna land on their feet somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. they're gonna have opportunities. I don't think they're gonna be in the unemployment line. So, but I, I, I never take it lightly that somebody. With a couple of kids and a wife and a house and a mortgage and a car payments and those types of things is is looking for work. But it's a reality, you know. You hear all these coaches talk about. You get hired to be fired. Basically, it's just Correct. How long? How long is the gap in between those two things? And some of these guys here, Bill Belichick, others, you know, it was a really long time. Some others, oh, well, you joined the staff a little late, uh, Adrian Clem or you know Billy Yates and some of these guys. I,
1: yeah. Is what it is. So Bill O'Brien moves on. He takes Will um, Long. Yep, uh, who was the tight ends coach last year to be his offensive coordinator yep. at Boston College? And now we get excited. Now I think everybody regionally is going to be infinitesimally more excited about Boston College, or at least has the potential to be much more excited. And BC should improve within two years' time for sure. Maybe even one, thanks to the magic of the transfer portal. Um, some of those guys, like, like you said, Clem Yates. Ooh, boy, that was a rough tenure. And we'll see where they go. You wish them all the best. Vinny Sinceri, Steve Belichick, they make their way to the University of Washington. So yeah, it's not easy because people have kids in school and they have friends in the neighborhood. And now all of a sudden they have to get uprooted and figure out what to do about the condo. And does dad move while mom and the kids finish school? Then they rejoin him uh come summertime. It's 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 a whole it's a whole boondoggle. But when we're ju- if we just focus on the team at hand, I, I, I'm excited about the fact that. We do have a lot more coaches right now. Now, you may say, like, that's going to be one busy kitchen, guys. Like, we saw a pretty successful operation with fewer cooks in the kitchen. But then we also saw, Andy, an operation where too many people took on the roles of others and should have delegated more, or at least so we felt in the waning years of the Belichick tenure here with the Patriots. Now you've got many other guys, and they have very specific jobs. And if everyone, if we're going to stick with the old mantra of do your job, then a bunch of people should just focus on their individual specific, get a lot of assistant and quality c- control, special teams, offensive and defensive coaches here. It should be a functional operation. And it seems like Gerard Mayo, who continues to profess himself, a big family guy. And I, it seems to me like he's a big family guy. I got A bunch of kids had mom and the step stepdad who he loves to pieces at the Thunder buddies intro. Um, he's setting up a big coaching family right here. I'm looking forward to getting to know them. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. And I'm also looking forward to seeing what kind of football team they build. Uh, Pat's people, any thoughts on the coaching changes? Some of the new coaches brought in. Who are you sad to see go? Uh, Who are you happiest about? You can always hit us up. He's at Jumbo Heart. I'm at Fitzy GFY. And of course, this is your favorite Patriots podcast at Six Rings Pod.